0: Causing a major disturbance on my time.
1: If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time?
0: The I Don't Know Dude podcast.
1: I'm the dude. Hello, everybody. We are back with another special episode. I have a good friend in studio, Landon Tusi. What up, man? How's it going, brother? Dude, stoked! We've been trying to get this, make this happen for a little bit, and we're
0: here. I'm just amazed at how professional this setup is. <laughs> well, how much better it is than our setup. No,
1: dude, but that's the thing is though. It's like, man, you know, I you know, do a little do a little research, go on Amazon, buy all the fun shit, and call it a day. The hard part was actually getting everything like um, approved, you know, getting through like getting a, getting approved your iTunes and oh, yeah, and the yeah. marketing part and all that stuff. Yeah, um, Quasar, shout out to Quasar, I made an intro, like, you know, I had a whole team of people, but um, uh, Landon uh, does uh, the Cowboy from Hell podcast, yes, that's on sir. Spotify. Yes, sir. His shit is so funny. Thank you, Yeah, I appreciate that. You're, Dude, your shit's legit, I love it. Um, and uh, me and Landon, we, uh, we have a really fun time going back and forth with each other on Facebook. <laughs> Landon is one hilarious character, and like I love open discussions, I love stirring the pot, I love learning with people, and so do you.
0: And I I think the reason why me and you have so much fun is because uh, a lot of our friends, and maybe it's not their fault, that's just the way our society is set up, is that everyone's constantly watching themselves and trying to be careful not to offend and just trying not to get in trouble. And I think neither of us care about that at all. (laughs) Not even a little you bit.
1: You can't cancel us.
0: <laughs> you can't. You know what I mean?
1: Like, you can't. But like, you, you're always really respectful. Everybody's really respectful. Like, the reason why I have you on, I, I really wanted to have you on because one, two, I wanted to help promote your podcast. Thank you. Um, I was inspired by yours as well. Like, we kind of launched, you launched a little before mine and I was kind of building it. And I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. You know what I mean? We were all in quarantine and we were like, fuck, yeah. what are we going to do? For me, it's kind of like a, it was kind of a lateral move because a DJing. It's like yeah. it was. So, I was like, "What do I do?" I lost all my gigs. I haven't DJed since
0: February. Well, I so, no wonder why you're so good at this. That's why I'm looking at your, even yeah, your equipment. <laughs> my last episode was on a, my iPhone speaker.
1: <laughs> but you see, uh, but yeah, dude, maybe you can you know pop in here and and, uh, and pump some out and it can help you out. And yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd be stoked. Um, yeah, I'd
0: love to be associated with you guys. You know, uh, Richard um, Richard Jefferson reached out recently and was asking. Um, do you guys want do you have any desire let me know when you want to come under the umbrella of the detox podcast. Have you heard of theirs yet? No. No that, that right there's the problem. Yeah. You have Geeter, you have Alex Curry, you have Richard Jefferson. Oh,
1: oh no, I lo- no uh, Alex Curry told me about it, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, the fa- I mean, have you listened to it?
1: Um she said that last I heard talking to her, she said they're they're getting everything all approved and ready to go. I don't I don't know what was. Oh, wrong, they're but- they're out. They're oh, out. Now. And, uh, go, but that's,
0: that, and I love Alex, I love all those guys. I love Geeter, I love Richard, but I, when when I talk to them and you can, dude, I interviewed Alex for that quarantine confessions thing, and she gave me a list of things I can't say. I brought up something so. Did you remember when she was interviewing the base? <laughs> Shit, you can't say, dude. dude. I don't like that. Okay, here's the deal. Love
1: Alex. His they have contractual things, uh-huh. so they're in another. They're in, they're under in really intense media scrutiny. Yes, definitely. So there's a whole other thing. But mm-hmm. me and you, we like yeah, the we freedom uh-uh. fighters. Fifth Amendment, I plead the fifth. Wait, wait, what's the second? Wait, what's the amendment? Second Amendment. <laughs> the,
0: the, the free speech? Oh, I plead the fifth. The fifth amendment means you don't have to say anything if you don't yeah. want to.
1: Yeah. And also, the other amendment, you can say whatever the fuck you want.
0: That's true. You know, you're right. They do have contractual agreements and things that keep them. But, I mean, that's like next level. And I think right now in 2020, it's even harder than it's ever been for people like that. Yeah. But I work with kids. I have to get, I get background checks from the Department of Justice every six months for coaching. Yeah. I, they look deep into my past. I, I I have to be careful also. I have the parents that follow me on social media. Oh, yeah. I don't, but still, I, <laughs> I mean, obviously theirs is more money than mine, but come on, like you can you can loosen up a little yeah, bit.
1: Yeah, well, the thing, but that's just, that's you know, we'll just keep that, let's file it away. As you know, that's their thing. Everybody has their own little deal and everybody has their own little, um, you know, yeah. rules of operations. And uh, I like this to be like when I have guests on here, I'd say, you know what, guys, if you're going to come on, there's no editing. Mm-hmm. What you say is what you say. That's what you felt and what, mm-hmm. that's your feelings. And we're going to roll with it. Oh. Um, but let's get to know a little more about you so everybody can, you know, get to know the great landing because, you know, you have a very, very unique background.
0: Um, very unique. <laughs> yeah.
1: Get, yeah. Give us a little so, uh, brief bio.
0: I uh, I grew up, um, I was born here in the South Bay just uh just down in Lomita. You know where Harbor City is? Oh, yeah. Born there, and then uh, my dad spent all of his time just trying to get us to Redondo. We finally got to Redondo, went to Redondo High School. But what's unique about me is that I was raised incredibly Mormon. And if you add on top of the Mormon thing, the Samoan thing, my childhood was so strict. It was like yeah. next level. I did not watch rated R movies and shit like that.
1: I remember I had a really strict Mormon friend. Um, back in the day we just played basketball with and we Alvin grew- well no Alvin is not Mormon uh, it was uh, Chris he played basketball Bill uh, no God I, mean, I, f- I remember, but I remember we, in high school it was his birthday we got him uh, we all pulled our money together to get him a fleshlight <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing we were
1: like yo dude you know you how know, old was how- he bro we were like juniors in high school oh
0: man that and like kid. we
1: and when you're in high school you don't really understand no. the the religious like nuances of, of your that. friends religions oh no no yeah, no because yeah. like i'm not religious whatsoever mm-hmm. you know i'm uh yeah. i'm am agnostic you know what i mean i actually love i am too now i actually okay so i i i love religion for the structure i've said this many times I love the whole thing of the whole Buddhism aspect because it's like an acceptance of all gods is everybody's thoughts and of all that. And I've said this in another podcast as well that if you only believe in one single God, then you are essentially an atheist to all other gods, mm-hmm. right? So uh, from a, just a plur, pure respectful standpoint, the agnostic part is more respectful to people around you where it's like you're allowed to believe in what you want to believe. And that's how it is. That's how it should be. Religion should be, shouldn't be pushed on one another,
0: um, my favorite analogy is if, if, if you and I went to a party together and we walked into this big room and there was a door in the corner of the room and someone said, Hey, don't go in that room. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't spend any time thinking about what's in that room. I would just have fun at the party. I would have a couple of drinks. I'd try to meet people. Religion to me is like, there's three people in the room and they are obsessed with, 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 what's on the other side of that door. Yeah. And then they start guessing what's on the other side of the door. Then they start Basing their actions in the party on what's on the other side of that door. Yeah, and that door obviously being life after death. I don't care what happens.
1: That's after. a great analogy, because 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 you, your imagination starts going wild. Because when I'm a kid, because you know, as a kid, I'm always like, "What's behind that door? I'm going to bust through that bitch." You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to see what is behind that door. If there's a red button to push. I'm yeah. slamming that red button. Oh, don't touch that hot plate, Mister Waiter. Well, that's I'm touching different. that hot plate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I do um, know what you mean. Yeah.
0: I'm always, I'm always super curious. Well, when you grow up that way, it it molded all the decisions. Well, you don't make your own decisions when you're a kid, but eventually I was looking around, seeing what everyone else was doing. And I'm thinking to myself, why is the one my parents believe in any more legit than the ones their parents believe in? So finally, when I let go of that in college, um, I got to mold my own personality and I got to become who I am today. And that's where my personality comes from in that I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. Yeah. And I, I'm going to say what I want to say. But that's
1: But being raised Mormon, like it turned you into a gentleman. Like you, you had good manners. You know how to yeah. respect other people. You know it, what I mean? It
0: definitely made me very, very uh, sympathetic. Very. Right? And, yeah. and,
1: and you not only, I wouldn't say escaped from it. I'd say you evolved from it.
0: You could use escape if you want. That's a good word too. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: I think more like escaping from Scientology is more of an escape type thing. You'd be surprised,
0: dude. I think Mormonism. You can use the term escape too. Wow. Yeah, it's that. It's that gnarly.
1: But like, see, I like the structure of a religion to where it gives you a family. It gives you. It gives you ethics and morals and all that stuff. But when it comes to like not being free to do the actions that your instincts have given you like wanting to have sex. That's, okay, I like you know that you mean? said
0: that. It, well, how about this? Where do you think ethics and morals come from without religion?
1: God, that's a great question because because I think you know the golden rule is one of those things that a lot of things are based off of, but when you try to cherry pick certain types of religious rules, I, I think that's when it becomes hypocritical mm-hmm. you know and and you know just always treat others like you want to be treated and everything after that seems to be a little bit of a rule book um but
0: i argue yeah. that ethics and morals good bad i argue that that comes without religion in one simple example if we had two teams of people and one of us was and we're trying to both build something right yeah If one team is stabbing each other in the back, lying to each other, killing each other, that team's not going to succeed. If the other team's working together, being nice to each other, um, helping each other out and, you know, not killing and raping each other, that team or group is definitely going to succeed more. So I think it's within our evolutionary best interest, sorry, to, to be ethical.
1: Yeah, dude, that's how it should be.
0: I don't think it, I don't think you need God to say this is bad. This is good. I think it's pretty clear what's good and what's bad, and and what comes from it. Sorry about that. I wasn't talking. No, no, about No, no, no. It's
1: enough. all good. I was going to say. I always say. Sometimes I throw some people through a loop. I say, "How do you spell God before the letter G? The letter O and the letter D was even invented. You know, how do you say it before the English? Before that language came about." and
0: uh who the fuck knows that yeah that's,
1: yeah so it's like <laughs> but here that's why we call this the i don't know dude podcast dude we don't know we're just a bunch of idiots that don't know shit about shit
0: so then how can we make yeah. such big decisions based on the things that we don't really know that we're not really sure about telling me homie do people do it all the <laughs> time that's kind of what this whole COVID thing was about we didn't really know but dude, we the, the, shut down our economy without knowing
1: the data is still barely in you know what i mean yes. It's still barely in and like and we are I don't know. It's... it's uh,
0: the only it's thing... Hard. I mean, it was hard, and we're all, we've all gone through it, and we don't need to get into COVID-19. The only thing that bugged me was my, my richest friends that are like... They own Strand Houses are sitting here telling us we're all in this together. I'm like, it's motherfucker, like, no, I don't dude. know how I'm going to pay my rent next month. Don't yeah. tell me we're all in this yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. I hate, Obviously, I wasn't in that situation, but a lot of people were. No,
1: but that, that's crazy because, yeah, the, the, the celebrity on the hill... The celebrity on the hill is like, oh yeah, we're like, oh, like, uh, everybody just you know stay quarantined and we're gonna be okay. It's like, yo, dude, I just lost like eighty six fucking DJ gigs. (laughs) Oh, dude, and we're all trying to fucking pay rent too. It's like, cool, bra. Yeah, but you know, uh, like, are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) I felt (laughs) just playing
0: stupid. Dude, that soundboard is so sick. I wish we had that. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know, I. Uh, you, it's funny that you brought up the DJ gigs because, you know, I have a band that plays in Hermosa. I play myself. Um, yeah, dude,
1: your shit's good. Give me a little. Give me a little
0: plug oh, on no, that. De- oh, a plug. I thought you asked me to sing right now. No, no. Right. Uh, before quarantine, before COVID happened, uh, I played acoustically at bars around the South Bay. Um, Waterman's was like every Wednesday night. Hell yeah, I remember seeing that. I did um, Dio Del Campo, and then standing room. My band would play once a month. Last year, I, I made over ten grand. Just playing music, yeah. And so people, all people would be like, "Oh, go go on Facebook and play music for dude." Come on, oh, oh. stop fucking kidding me right now. <laughs> it is not the same thing. People are like, "Come on, you could still do it." No, that shit was yeah, brutal. Yeah, no. Please, uh, Venmo me for tips. Yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. that doesn't
1: work like that. Yeah, dude, I took a pretty huge pay cut myself playing. I bet playing other people's music, thinking I'm cool, but. they...
0: Is that a, what you call DJing? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I call
1: DJing like it's like you're a valet driver thinking you're cool for driving in someone else's car. Wow. You know that's, what I mean? <laughs> that,
0: that's a very humble way to look at yeah, it. It's a, I like that.
1: It's, it's and producing music and DJing music is a whole other thing, but there is an art to playing a two and a half hour set. To a packed room, like you've seen me and oh, an yeah. drunk, you going ape shit Oh yeah, I'll be drunk doing my thing. I get
0: tired watching you. I'm you like, had, I can't. I can't. And like have you believe have it. to
1: mathematically be per- be perfect between the two songs, between the two sets, and you have to keep the the flow going up, going down, the breakdowns, the ups, the buildups, the drops, the, the the fucking. I even control the the board and the lighting at the same time too. You know.
0: I didn't know that uh, want actually. A little,
1: want a little something for that gum?
0: I thought that was automatic. No, I'm good. I put it on my wallet. <laughs> the, I thought that was automatic. Yeah yeah. Uh,
1: no, you, it's 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 a really weird thing. People go, like, "Oh, I can do that." I'm like, "Here you go." <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? I love DJing when I get a chance to at a party just cuz most of the time I'm just talking shit on a microphone, but You're
1: musically you're musically inclined, so you understand like the 32, step, oh, yeah. you know, the 32 breakdowns, every single chorus and every single intro starts on a half beat everything goes a 32 chorus you can count it out for, for miles I felt kind of I
0: mean, gay when I was watching um, Pitch Perfect because I enjoyed it so much but uh, <laughs> yeah, she was a sick DJ in that movie god
1: <laughs> DJ movies are the worst <laughs> <laughs> you, you
0: know before um, before I came here I got in a very good argument um <laughs> I a, like
1: it you call it a very good argument. Most people don't call arguments very good. It was
0: good. It, I don't even. I can't call it a debate because it wasn't. It was. Uh, do you know a, a guy named Derek Vikus from the South Bay? I oh don't yeah. Know if you, know. you do In know. Almo, no, I'm yeah. kidding. I know you know. <laughs> uh, he said. Um, he said, "Stop making the same joke every time you see me with a chick," and I think it's hilarious every time I see him walking down the beach with a girl. I say, "Hey, is that the same one from last time?"
1: Oh wow. Okay. Here's the deal though.
0: I'm not doing that anymore with that. Even
1: I, though it may be true, it's definitely like a like a like a butt pucker when you're with when you're with a girlfriend. Like when you're with girlfriend, you're like
0: No, 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 no. I don't do that to everyone. Most of the time when my friends bring girls to the beach, I always use the same line. I, I talk to the girl and he goes, Oh, this is my friend Landon and I always say, you know, if it was you, I'd say, you know, my friend Rich here helped me through a really dark time in my life. He's a really good friend to me. And you know, I'm not a talker. I Actually, I got to go. It was great seeing you, great meeting you. I hope you guys have a great time. I love doing that. <laughs> but Derek doesn't deserve that, so I give him a little more shit than normal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love the Vicuses, dude. Those guys are hilarious. One of the best Halloween costumes I've ever seen. Oh, I've they're, seen them dressed Serena, as girls so yeah, many Serena times. Serena and Venus uh, Williams. And then oh god classic they're, it's the vicus
0: pillars and, and, and brett clemmy they're uh they're a good team dude clemmy just got married he did congratulations congrats um, to those guys they rescinded their invite to me so i did not get to go that was wow
1: uh, <laughs> what happened how <laughs> no. why was the invite rescinded
0: <laughs> no it's my fault i didn't uh i didn't book a room i totally forgot about COVID 19 and when i called it holy was shit shut down and booked up but i don't think he really wanted me there anyways we always butt heads. Uh, speaking <laughs> But of he butting,
1: invited you to your wedding. Speaking of,
0: <laughs> speaking of butting heads, I have a question for you. Okay, so recently at 21st Street, um, our little place where we hang out. Uh, I love that squad. It's a big group of us. We go down, we, we, we set up camp around the volleyball court. We go in and out of the water, surfing, playing volleyball, and drinking beer. Something happened recently that I want your opinion on because I got chastised, chastised for this. Now, you've been dating your girlfriend for a long time, right?
1: Five years, six months. Two weeks and three days. <laughs>
0: That's beautiful that you know that exactly. Okay, so you're, walk, you're at the beach cleaning up, and she's on, a, she's on the strand. And some guy comes up to her, a guy that you know not that well, and he gets in her face and he goes, are you and Rich still dating? Are you guys still seeing each other? No, what's up with that? Let me, What's going on with that? You should ask him. You should ask him if he's been talking to any other girls. And then he walks away. You see your chick, and she says, dude, who is that guy? He just got in my face. She's like on the verge of tears. What would you do in that situation?
1: I'd be like, You're a snack, babe. Every guy wants you to break up with me so I they can get a chance. Shit,
0: man. <laughs> I really need to work on my, my temper. God damn it. Maybe I am wrong. God. No,
1: here's a deal with 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 uh relationship advice type stuff. Treat your girl like the adult she deserves to be and let them handle those type of situations with their own type of like Thing where it's like if they get hit on or, or if they accuse you of things, it's like. So
0: they, you wouldn't they, say anything to that guy. Well, no,
1: because well, not to the guy. It's more like uh, well, unless you've been caught before and there's some trust issues, that's a whole other thing. But like if you have a if you have a good sort of trust going on, it's really easy just to brush it off. It's like well, babe, like do you want to instill this insecurity into the relationship or not? You know what I
0: mean? I do know what you mean. I wish I would have taken care of it that way. That's not how I took care of well, it. I went and talked to the guy.
1: You Well, talk to the guy and be like, what's your deal trying to stir this pie here, bro? It's yeah. kind of not really your fucking,
0: your your... That's what I did. I would have, yeah. But it turned into something. But that's but
1: like, what, you know, if she was crying and she was like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, babe, what do you want to talk about? Ask me any question. I'll tell you honestly. Yeah. Because most girls know the answer to, answer to
0: every question
1: before they ask it.
0: That's true. <laughs> that's, and I don't even think she's... They she just, was, just
1: want you to tell you the truth. They just want you to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah. Is that wild? No, that's not wild. That, that, I think you're right. But I don't think that's why she was crying. I think it was because he made her feel uncomfortable. What a prick. I know. Well. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> Clemmy and and Derek were giving me shit about it for for talking shit to that guy, and they're like, "Well, can you well, just walk away?" Well, the dude just
1: fucking kind of upended your your game, dude. That's guy. what I said, man. The fuck, that's man? what I, I said. said. I said, "Where I come from, you got to go take care of that." Dude, shit. your girl, your girl's really cute. She, oh, we she broke pumped. up. Thank you, though. <laughs> oh
0: boy, <laughs> that's when you use the fucking dant, dant, dant. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> well, I, got, I, I got this one. That one actually is better. That one has a, a more light tone to it.
1: I love, hey, but um dude, religion religion and relationships is probably called this podcast, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask you, so you've been dating a girl for over five years. My longest relationship's two years. Yeah, that was mine. Fuck, that
1: was mine up until now.
0: What what's the secret? Well, the DJ There's so well, many hot chicks all over the place. Here's the
1: deal the DJ thing, because because dating girls started becoming low hanging fruit, well it's like it was kinda I was I've always had a, a lot of intention in the nightclub. So I was always had a center of attention. I was, in, I was being promoted. I was that guy on stage. So it was kind of like the reverse blonde in the room. Like when a girl, when the when a hot blonde walks into the room, she always has a ton of attention, mm-hmm. and I'm the one on stage that has a ton of attention. So I kind of get a lot of unsolicited, unsolicited, you know, talking to but, and, yeah. and attention of some sort. So I started kind of uh, craving the the healthy relationship. Just compared to just a one night stand, Uh, goodbye, you know. So, so I I had I developed a flaw where I would come on too hard, too quick, where it would be smothering, like, because I'd I'd be two feet in from the beginning and try to lead by example and be that guy. By and 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 that's kind of a flaw within the first month because girls are like, smother, 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 especially in 2020. But then, right after that, like, four week thing hits, you can fart. And hug her, and and be, show up at her house, and 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 be, and be the most smothering person ever, and she loves it. You just gotta get over that four week hump, you know what I mean? Yeah, Where, oh yeah. We're like, we're like, all of a sudden, like, the smothering becomes becomes just a, another another outlet of love.
0: Yeah, you know. So and you thrive in a relationship.
1: I thrive because I, I'm really good at focusing uh, on what matters and. And, you know, you got to keep it fresh by, like, kind of taking her on surprise dates, you know, surprise flower here and there. But, like, you got to be honest with yourself, dude. If you're not leading by example, you can't expect them to do, be, do the same thing. How like, old are you? 36, about to turn, turn 37. Okay. And, like, all gotcha. through my 20s, DJing, dude, I was a monster.
0: I like, feel like I'm a monster right now. Yeah,
1: but it's okay, though. Like, you are how old for everybody?
0: 33.
1: Yeah, 33, and it's like, dude, we, we I've been moving through for, you know, since I was a little over 30, but, you know, being in the south bay it's just like there is oh my god there is just there's just snacks everywhere one of my
0: friends came here from new york he said he said it best he said uh he's like this we have hot chicks in new york he's like but this is a different kind of hot
1: it's the girls actually know how to play volleyball you're like that's cool
0: yeah and they're fit they're independent yeah. There's, there's not. I think the sugar baby thing is big in New York. I think there's a lot of skinny fat. Dude, really skinny. They don't work out.
1: God, there's a lot of sugar baby stuff, and you can't even compete here. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, if you dude. don't give them a, a, their own little fucking side piece apartment mm-hmm. in the sky from these hedge funds, you can't fucking, you can't compete with these hedge fund guys. Well, you know, I, you know what I, what I mean? do. Comp-
0: I don't think I compete with them. I think I, I get the same girls they're getting because I don't compete with them. Yeah. And I, I, I like to. I like to be honest off the bat, and be like, you know, I drive an old pickup truck. Me and my friend rent a house. Uh, I coach volleyball. Yeah, my credit limit's like five grand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm honest, and that usually works out for me. But then the then they turn around and they go, oh, well, then that means you just want to fuck me.
1: No, but do you know what's more attractive to a girl than anything is motivation.
0: Oh, well, I don't have any of that. Well, oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I have you the motivation do. to not have motivation. No,
1: you got a lot of you you got a lot of wheels turning. You have you dip your you dip your hands in a lot of different things. You're fucking rip it volleyball
0: no oh, come on who dude, cares about that, that yeah but, but i'm
1: saying it's it's like you do shit
0: you oh, know? i see what you mean by motivation you, you yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah shit. you don't just you sit just, at home all day it's like yeah.
1: oh your only your only thing you care about throughout the week is that the laker game is, is on yeah, i do I care hate, about that though too but like i hate <laughs> when people revolve their, revolve their whole fucking deal around sports all the time i'm like dude there's life beyond yeah. that I don't know
0: that many people that do that. I think that's a Midwest thing, though. I think it's very big in the Midwest.
1: God, do you know what grinds my gears? (laughs) Uh, Is uh, how there's so many sports bars around here that are that are just totally wrapped around the whole other other city's teams.
0: Oh, that's so strange to me. It's like what? Silvio's is a Chicago bar. Did you know that (laughs) your Brazilian barbecue? Yeah, how the fuck did that happen? I, I, I
1: love the food
0: there. i do too and i love brazilians and i love brazilian women even though they always oh, have a boyfriend rest in
1: peace hermosa <laughs> fish market Yep. that motherfucking calamari steak there was
0: amazing what's there now sylvia i mean not not there uh, what's across the way now killer uh, shrimp killer, killer shrimp that's killer what i was thinking i've never eaten there
1: no now it's like the oyster bar
0: I'm into oysters. I like cheap ones, too. but No,
1: I know. I'm moister than an oyster.
0: We're uh, we're getting way <laughs> off track here, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I, you, there's also Fat Face Fenners was a Boston bar. I remember when we lost to the fucking Celtics in 2008. It was a, like the pier's dead. Everyone's depressed, and you see a bunch of Barneys from Boston raging in the corners. Beat like, it, Cook. Where did that come from? I kind of I kinda like out-of-town people, though, to be honest with you. I mean, I love my South Bay locals, but... Uh, Dude, someone...
1: Came from Michigan or like Ohio like 15 years ago. It's like, all right, guys, come on down. You're next up as the price is right. Like, dude, it's come to the. I call, oh, you're talking about here? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I call, definitely. And like, I'm like, people come here. They're like, dude, this is like Disneyland for alcoholics.
0: Oh, the South Bay. And also, like, like, who's that
1: girl? Who's that girl? Who's that girl? Who's that girl? I'm like, that's my boy's girlfriend. Who's that girl? That's my boy's other boy's girlfriend. And it's like, yo, dude.
0: Yeah. That's, get out. Like, that's hey, guy. True. I, I kind of. When you, if you go on Bumble, uh, you haven't been on a dating We're app. We're probably obviously. Eskimo brothers. Oh, we definitely are. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to talk about that, we can't. Nah. <laughs> you know, if you go on Hinge or Bumble, uh, every single girl that's on there—not every single, but so many—are from out of town.
1: Well, yeah, but that's kind of how to do it because, okay, girls, I, I get this—I hear this a lot from girls from around here. They go, they they move here and they, and they become like waitresses or they're trying mm-hmm. to get their jobs, and they're like every girl here is such a bitch. I'm like, well, because most girls that are here don't leave, they stay and they're with their squad and so they true. don't need anybody around them to come up. So when you're in the bathroom doing your hair and your makeup and you're like, oh my God, your dress is so cute. And they're like, thanks, carry on. Dude, you yeah, are right? so right. Right.
0: right? I, I, I'm, I'm so happy you said that. We, me and Alex Bake were just talking about this. He goes through friends a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you do know that every time you complain about someone that's no longer your friend, it was because they were a transplant and now they're gone. Oh. And so you're, he's not getting that. Yeah. He's the person who is, I'm like, focus your energy on your friends that are from here, that have been here from the beginning, that will be here later. Yeah, Stop putting so much into these people that are literally tourists.
1: Some people just like, but like here's the deal. Like my girlfriend, I, we all kind of hate people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know that over start like fuck people, dude. Yeah, yeah. But like. When you're trying to become friends and break into a squad, it's like, don't just like spill your beans and try to be over, overzealous and just be yourself and, and everybody would like you instead of being like, oh my God, like they're so like, catty. Oh, I see
0: it's so like, much. You know, of you know that, what I mean? Dude. It's like,
1: dude, just don't try so hard because be, being able to survive around here, you have to be able to afford the rent. You kind of have to be successful in your own right
0: mm-hmm. to
1: be able to survive along this little patch of land. West of PCH, and there's a lot of lawyers and athletes and retired yada yadas, and and everybody's kind of doing their thing and got their own businesses going on, and and uh, and we're all here to help. We're all here with open arms, but like don't don't write the people that grew up here off so quickly. Because
0: oh, they do. Because
1: you don't know who you're talking to. Sometimes, but that doesn't
0: usually work out well for for anybody when you do that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but that, and, and that goes to show for like any other place. But the, the inflow of people here is just so unique that there tends to be a lot of tribalism when it comes to like the closed circle thing. It's like we don't need any more people to do what we're doing. We already we don't need anybody else like to to, to jump up the economic ladder. That's a good point. And. Uh, And but also, too, though, the South Bay is full of some of the nicest people I've ever known outside that didn't grow up here and grew up here. And it's a melting pot of awesome. Yeah, I agree. And I love what I love about the South Bay is the there's a community vibe that exists along the strand where you have the 16th Street volleyball guys, you have the 8th Street guys, you got the 21st Street guys, and we're all kind of doing the same thing. We all have our own same common goals, everybody kind of serves. Everybody has their kids, and everybody sees each other along the strand. Everybody's kind of yapping and mouth baying.
0: I love it. I, I love it. it. It's I love. Awesome. Bringing, I love bringing uh, guests here. I have a lot of friends from Hawaii that are here right now.
1: Yeah, dude. I went to college and, in Hawaii.
0: Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I went, I went you, to so Manoa. you know how the vibe isn't the vibe there very similar to the South Bro, Bay? Bro, it
1: is the same shit.
0: Yeah, I love it. Very I, I think aloha. It, and you they. When Hawaiian people come here, they feel, oh, this is perfect. It's like a little piece a little chunk in Los Angeles.
1: And when I went out there, I got, I kinda had the same Aloha vibe built in because I worked at a surf shop my whole life growing up. Kinda was, kinda knew the, I kinda knew the whole surf vibe and you know, the laid backness and the and I love like the whole the whole um Pacific Islander Mormon thing yeah. is huge out there. Oh yeah, and, but when I was there, I was like a full Rick Kane. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> like you know. All oh, I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine <laughs> all dude, day. Dude, we
0: need a soundboard. Yeah, yeah. So I got you, brother. Bad. I got you. This brother. is killing me right now.
1: Yeah, uh, it's. But dude, we, we, I would love to have you back for sure all the time. But uh, dude, we still got some more episode to go, homie. Oh, for sure. Uh, you want sure. you want to read uh, you want to read something funny? We can we can yap about. Yeah, sure. Because because you we we share the same um, overall gestalt of kind of like, you know, you're not left, not right, mm-hmm. not you have a crazy life experience, of religion, non-religion, and we store, we sort of like kind of kind of kind of throw a couple side punches here and there. Like, yeah, hey bro, Like like don't be so indoctrinated. Yeah, we have a lot
0: in common. Yeah, we have a lot in common, especially um, in that regard.
1: I, I think there's a there's a funny one from today. I wanted to pull up. It's kind of funny. Oh my god, um, Fa-
0: Facebook is. I, I I've said so many times I'm done with that fucking app, but I am. It's.
1: I buried it in my phone so I don't open it. So um. That's smart. So this is a kind of a funny thing I saw today, and uh, it has to do with Trump running amok in that car when he was in he was quarantined, mm-hmm. and um. Someone photoshopped. So you know how Trump was in in the SUV and he was running around and he was waving to his supporters. And someone photoshopped a Black Lives Matter like magnet to the side of his door. And so the the headline says, Trump adds Black Lives Matter sticker to SUV. Black Lives Matter sticker to SUV so media can't claim he's spreading COVID. (laughs) I get it. Right? You see that? Because of the protests. Uh, Take a little look. So, So the hypocrisy... Is 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 unreal where I'm like, okay, so everybody started losing it. Oh my god, he's leaving quarantine, he's jumping in his car and he's spreading it. I'm like, whoa? Oh yeah. You guys are like you know, protesting peaceful or looting or whatever you want to call it in large groups is way worse than being sealed in a SUV with, oh, yeah. with PPE on. Oh yeah. You know, and like and like also too when when Dude, I fucking like, when I heard that headline that Trump got COVID, I was just like, f- <laughs> what <laughs> the f- That I was like, holy shit, this guy is 98 years old and he slams Big Macs. Oh, yeah. and, but he, you know, I was like, everybody in the market started tanking and like the crypto started tanking. I was like, holy shit. And like, I was like, oh my God, these far left fringers are going to be like, they're like, there is a God. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it was supposed to be about equality. And, yeah. like, and like, you know what I mean? Like, where's your thoughts and prayers for this guy?
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you, I don't know if you probably didn't, but our, our last episode, I just talked about this. I, I, I asked, you know, people that are super left wing, was your life so much better when Obama was in office? And people who are super right wing, is your life so much better now that Trump's in office? Because I think the answer is no to both no. those people. Uh-uh. And it's so silly that people get so jacked up. But maybe it goes back to what you said about sports, how people, um, their whole world and life revolves around that sports team and they can't wait to get home. Yes, and, and use- the
1: tribalism and the identity politics is out of control.
0: I think it's more politics than sports now.
1: And it's like, dude, all these same um, injustices were happening during the Obama administration it's been amplified from the COVID where the internet started popping and all we do is just, we're just we're just attached to their I phones. like the
0: cage memes about the illegal immigrants. They're like, uh, you guys are mad at Trump for putting people in cages when Obama's the one that built those cages. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's like, fuck, dude. And like, and people are like, oh, you like Trump? I'm like, mm, I don't like... My political stance is math and good, e- yeah. good ethics. Right? Math, science, and good ethics. That's all We are on the about. same
0: page, my friend.
1: Give me some data. And sorry if that data makes you cry, but they're hard pills to swallow. And, uh,
0: well, think about your most left wing and your most right wing friends. They the, have data, I, a I lot don't of really correlation. Fr- <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot right, of correlation between was, those two. You used to use that word friends at yeah, point. Like, you're right. You're right. Associates, I, associates.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, See, I do have friends that are very left and very right. And, yeah. and, it's it's so funny because if you ever present them with information that contradicts what they believe or what they think or what their side believes and things they kind of just write it off they don't really want to talk about it's like it.
1: It's talking to a wall.
0: So now I just go around and jack everyone off. <laughs> now when I go to dinner with a friend, I know what their political alliances yep. are and I just sit there and stroke their dick the whole dinner until we go home and then they go, "Oh, wow, I really like Landon. He's a yeah. good guy." <laughs> you can you, <laughs> you, should, <laughs> you could use it to your advantage nowadays. Yeah, kill them
1: with kindness.
0: Well, not well. Yeah, now everyone's so aligned with their, like you said, identity politics. Dude, people just, just...
1: smelling their own farts. Silacals, come <laughs> on, dude! <laughs> smelling their own farts. It's so wild. Like, uh, I have a great um, uh, racism analogy, and it's like racism is like a fart left in an elevator. Everybody smells it, and everybody's well aware of it, but everybody in the elevator is not responsible for it.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the third time you mentioned farts today, and I love that you tied it into racism. There's so many good analogies <laughs> with it, dude. I, I don't even if the the racism, the racism thing is such a weird, it's so weird it for me. It never
1: existed before Trump. It was it was like this never. Oh, we
0: were so united before Trump when Obama was in. And we were like, we yo, were so united. I'm like being cre- sarcastic. No, but no no.
1: People yeah. are creating a a false boogeyman that. Doesn't exist. We're, tr- we're fighting something. Like, how many people do you actually know that you've interacted with in the last five years that actually condones racism? I mean, to actually. Well, how do you even define st- it, though? Exactly.
0: How do you define racism? That's uh, that's what I struggle with whenever I hear about racism and whenever my friends are talking about it.
1: It's lost its meaning.
0: I don't understand what it means because let's say that I made a joke on today on Facebook and I said, "Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> I made a joke." Wait a minute. I said, um, "I said I'm tired of this stereotype." about uh, Asian women can't drive. They wouldn't be able to drive whether they were Asian or not because they're women. <laughs> and so, it, like, that's obviously, that could be considered a racist joke. If, if one of our friends, if, uh, <laughs> if Alex Curry used that joke on Fox Sports tonight, oh, she would be exactly hanked. But my question is, is that racist that I made a joke about a, a stereotype that may or may not be true? Does that make me racist? No, dude. It makes you funny. That, well, that's, that's what my, that's what my point is. And I, I don't know. True racism has to, come, has from the, to, be, has to come from
1: the heart. It,
0: <laughs> it has to result in some kind of action that disenfranchises the other person. Yeah. So my joke didn't cause any problems.
1: No. And it's like, to be honest, dude, some of the best jokes are racist jokes.
0: So what's one thing that's racist that could happen that could actually cause a problem? Maybe a, a black guy say, or no, sorry, a white guy saying, I don't want to hire black guys.
1: No. Well, yeah. Well, if, if you if you judge someone beyond uh, with, if you judge someone by the by their color of the skin and not the contents of their character, that's pretty much what racism
0: is. Right? Bro, if I owned a bar, I would for sure say no Samoans allowed. A hundred <laughs> fucking percent. The, no, no, no question. they'd be
1: their, They'd be your entire security staff.
0: <laughs> well, you know that happened in Salt Lake in Salt Lake City about four years ago. Uh, these there was a, there was a huge fight. The cops came, and so the next week. Um, these and it was all Samoans, right? Those Samoans and Tongans. Dude,
1: I love Polynesians. Yeah, Samoans, yeah, yeah, Samoans. yeah, yeah, No, no, those. No, guys, I know you do. Those <laughs> guys are the are the best, funniest guys I've ever met in my life. I agree. Those I guys agree. Are so,
0: so these, so these these Polynesians get into a huge fight, and the next week, like we're talking, the cops pulled up. They, everyone got a bunch of people got arrested. Someone got beat up. The next week, uh, these this Samoan guy, his name's Fano, one of my friends. Him and, and another guy go into the bar. And the bartender says, hey, we can't serve you guys. We're not serving you guys anymore.
1: Was it the actual guys that got in a fight or was it just because he was Simone?
0: So that's the problem is that the Simone guy called the news, called the, told the cops, told the, they interviewed him on Fox 11 or whatever it is in Utah.
1: So it was the actual guy that no. got in a fight. Oh, it's just a Samoan.
0: But they thought it was. Oh. Well. And so he took it as you're not serving Simones anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, that, what, that's, that, like a, that's like. That's like an eighty twenty type scenario where like he was eighty percent wrong, twenty percent kind of right, because he 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 missed he missed yeah. he was missing. Okay, that's interesting. Right, so yeah. I, always, I always judge things in a bell curve, like eighty percent right, twenty percent wrong. Sometimes sometimes when I get a fight with a girlfriend, I'm like, babe, you're sixty percent right, and I'm forty percent right. I like that a lot. You know what I mean? You got you, <laughs> and you always have to you always have to judge it in a bell curve. You can't just go with one narrative and go. Yeah, it has to be. Oh, you're bilker. so
0: grown up, man. I could, I'm gonna call you for relationship advice next time I get into one you if have, I ever do again.
1: Yeah, sometimes I spray with a spray bottle too. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, shut up.
0: <laughs> I don't think I've ever dated a girl that would allow. So, <laughs> no,
1: <laughs>
0: well, I mean, that's the reason I bring that up because we're talking about racism. People are
1: more assholes than they are racist.
0: Yeah, for sure. I just don't think there's that many instances of racism. And you know, it's funny. If I said that, if someone hears this, they're going to go, Oh, of course, for you. Obviously, it's that's, that's easy for you to say, You don't know what it's like being this, this, or that. No, I don't know what it's like being this. I know this what it's like being me. Yeah. Well, all I can go <laughs> with is all we can all go with is, is the, um, the legislation that's in place. And I don't see any racist legislation it's, at all.
1: It's actually illegal to hire somebody based or, or discriminate against yep. based on color or skin. Oh, newsflash, everybody. No one gives a fuck about the color of your skin, by the way.
0: <laughs> dude, no. We're gonna get. If anyone listens to this, well, you know, anyone who listens to this and listens to what I do, they probably agree with us. So it's not even. a big
1: Yeah, deal. but like, dude, honestly, no one cares about the color of your skin. I'm sorry, but if you assume that I do, how fucking dare you? Yeah, that's assume up. that I do care.
0: Now that right? presents a new question I have for you. Yeah. Do you think it's fucked up to have a racial preference with the people that you hook up with?
1: Are you sexually, dude, no, it's called, it's called instincts. Like being sexually racist, it kind of isn't really a thing. That's just, that's just, that's just who you're attracted to.
0: Well, there's a huge thing on TikTok right now. The producer of our podcast made me get on TikTok so that we could like promote the show and it's been going well, but there's a huge thing on TikTok right now where people are saying it's racist to fetishize people based on their ethnicity.
1: Not at all. Not at all. I'm into tall, hot blondes and brunettes. Mm -hmm. white. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> me too. My dick's a white supremacist. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I like Latinas too. I like Latinas a lot too. They're they're right there with the white. But, like,
1: but, but, but that's okay. That's it's like it's almost like a religion. Your personal preference is your your sexual your sexual religion is your sexual religion.
0: How ironic is it though to say, you know, uh, imagine a gay person saying, Don't discriminate me based on my preference. Sex. Like, I,
1: don't like, I don't care if you have, if you like dicks in your butt. Well, what right? if I
0: like the same race?
1: So what? Do you
0: see how that creates like...
1: And also too though, newsflash, no one cares if you're gay or not. <laughs> no one gives a fuck if you're gay, dude. I'm sorry. Like, no, like, it. it only racists and, and and people who are prejudiced... Or give a fuck about your skin color yeah. and your sexual proclivities.
0: Well, again, you got to... So instead of everybody sharing their personal anecdotal experiences, all we got to look at is the legislation, and I don't see any I anti-gay so, legislation.
1: I am so sick and tired of... of, um, God, I just got sidetracked. Tried, I got just got so sidetracked because I looked out my window and I saw a restaurant worker throw a box to the into the dumpster and it hit the side of the dumpster and he looked at it and after it hit the ground and walked away.
0: <laughs> what race was, was he? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a fucking litter bug. But yeah, dude, what was the question? No, you were saying that you uh, are so sick and tired of something.
1: I'm sick and tired of people assuming my thoughts. I'm sick and tired of people assuming other, other people are racist. Like I, I, I used this analogy before where I say, Let's say one black man walked into a room of 100 white people. Mm -hmm. It is just as racist to assume that those 100 white people um, think that one black man is a criminal just as much as that one black man is racist to assume that those 100 white people are racist towards a black man.
0: Oh, I see what you're right? saying. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, well, like, yeah, yeah. To
1: assume that that group of white but people... Does
0: anyone personally really accuse you of being racist?
1: Um, oh, you dude, know
0: what? They do because of your fucking Facebook activity. No, no. <laughs> no dude,
1: I got called a racist because I tell to, I people I don't vote. I yeah. like, I haven't voted in my entire life. Yeah. The president has never, ever affected my life. And all electoral college votes goes, goes Democratic anyways. And i And, like, and so they're like, well, if you're not voting for Trump, you're racist. I'm like... Um
0: Well, if you' either saying if you are voting for Trump, you're racist. Or
1: if, you, or if you're just not voting for the opposition to begin with. Like the person was like, "You're not voting. That means you're racist, and you're totally cool with the status quo of this white supremacist being in the office." I'm like, wow. this, I'm like, this president has done more for criminal justice reform than any other president." Mm-hmm. And Kamala Harris is the spearhead with Biden. For the war on drugs, that put more black people in jail yep. than any
0: other any other uh, legislation. You're not going to convince anyone. When, was, was she even we have this podcast, sharing those fa- sharing those facts are not gonna, you're not going to change anyone's mind. I have uh, I'm telling Joe, you,
1: Joe Biden did, did a eulogy for the head of the KKK member and called him a hero. And
0: oh, I know, I saw that. So. I saw that Ku Klux so, Klan. Uh, he was like a, well, I forgot what the term is. They call their, one of their high priests or something like that. The but, Duke. but <laughs> You know, you're, unfortunately for you, in this scenario, in this situation, it's going to be hard for you because it's not going to be hard, but you're going to have to deal with people accusing you of being racist because you are white.
1: No, but the thing is, though, you can't. because So that's racist. If you accuse me for being racist because I'm white, you're racist
0: i get away with absolute murder my dad is simone as fuck we're talking first generation esl my mom is mexican and white and her mexican father left when she was four which is the most mexican shit ever so i get to say and do whatever the fuck i want my skin's super dark it's it's amazing no one ever accuses me you're just really tan bro yeah i get that a lot the most racist shit that happens to me is white people telling me that i'm whitewashed that's the most racist shit uh, that ever have I bet you Colin
1: Kaepernick, who's half-white, would never identify with his half-white side. We
0: don't really know what he is because uh, he was adopted, right?
1: Oh, true. Well, I, <laughs> but the thing is, though, it's like- It looks a
0: little Middle Eastern to me.
1: I'm just like, I'm just tired of like, guys, there's so many minorities in this country that, that have um, injustices against them all the time, and you can't leave them in the dust and just focus on one group,
0: I don't right? think this is about- actual justice i don't think this whole thing the that shark, we have the going shark has right jumped now,
1: the ship when it, it, oh, for, it went from police brutality to to i'm a i am a mad black woman so therefore i can say and do whatever i want
0: or right you know or I mean? no i see I, I don't even see i don't see black women or black men i don't see my black friends saying or doing anything i don't see them with they're not the ones that i see wearing black lives matter stuff no they're not the ones i see posting none of my no. black friends I see that from my white friends. And I think what this is today is this- Virtue signaling. Virtue signaling Ugh. and grandstanding because it's like, you know, if, if you are super Black Lives Matter, if you're a white guy and you're super I Black Lives Matter- I
1: raised $15,000 for B.I. Yeah,
0: if you, if, you, if you say that and you tell everyone how amazing you are in that way, now I don't need to learn your personality. Now I don't care. I don't give a fuck about any other part of your life. You just, wow, you're such a good guy. Look at you! Look, look at you um, being an ally for those who who are are disenfranchised. Wow, you're a really good person, dude.
1: And and people will go, well, you're a toxic ally because of your like. I don't care how much money you raised. Like, you don't really care. I'm Wait, like, did you
0: really raise that much money yeah, for Black Lives Matter? Yeah, you could have put it something, something better than that. Let me tell you. And but just, we just raised that money for Biden. But continue.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but it's like when when but when when people know that I'm trying to. Actually, instead of just pounding keyboards and being mad on Facebook, I'm actually writing fat checks for underprivileged communities. So Mm -hmm. when I say something that goes against a BLM narrative, they're Uh like, I'm like, yeah, dude, these things aren't, um, uh, what do you call it, mutually exclusive. I can tell you crime stats Mm -hmm. that go against a BLM narrative and also raise money for BLM.
0: Do right? people really accuse you? I mean, I see the way you post. And, no, and
1: you, and, you, and you can't because I'm not. Yeah. Right? It, things only hurt if it's true. Right? If someone tells you and tries to t- say, hey, you're this, this, and that, and if it was true, it would hurt. If so, like if a girlfriend accuses you of being a cheater and you are a cheater, it would hurt. Mm-hmm. But the person who's actually doing the accusing is actually projecting their own racial thoughts to begin oh, with. I see.
0: Yeah, that's, it's what a you've projection say- that's what you've been of, saying this whole it's time. It's a
1: projection of their own insecurities. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, you, you might be the one that has all the problems with race because to me, race, as much as I recognize the racial inequalities, yes, systemic races, racism exists. Yes, there's injustice. Uh, there's there's un, You think unequal- systematic racism exists? Not really, but yes. Okay, it, it's a very nuanced scalpel type of approach. Whereas... Whereas in 2020, there's no one, it's very, very hard to find someone that actually would wholeheartedly from their heart, pass some sort of legislation and some sort of uh rule that would, that would disenfranchise a minority, right. On mm-hmm. purpose. Yep. Like no one would actually purposely start doing Jim Crow redlining type things. No one would actually yeah. do that. And like, I don't deserve like when people try to push white guilt and stuff, I'm like, dude, I'm helping. I don't have any guilt. And I don't, I don't have like, I'm, I'm doing my best within the, within the, within the means of I've been given to help as much as I possibly can. But I'm also trying to do my best to ring in the, uh, the fringe and realize guys, the mean is not the fringe outliers. I'm so, I'm so tired of these fringe outliers. um, controlling the narrative because the actual majority the actual majority the 98.99 percent of people don't condone racism aren't racist but the fringe left and the fringe right are just going at each other as if it's well, the maybe they're like narrative.
0: ghosts maybe they're maybe they don't really exist unless we talk about them because <laughs> because they because what they, do they control really
1: they don't really, because they don't see color. They don't give a fuck about your skin color.
0: No, no. What, what is that fringe left and that fringe right? What do they really they're, control though? What are they really doing? Right now- oh, Do they have power?
1: No, not at all. They're, act, they're actually controlling the narrative. Like, like a, how does a viral video make it make people come to the conclusion that all cops are racist? Right? That's fucking insane to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's 250 million 911 calls every single year. Right? Uh, f- about 40% of them are domestic domestic violence calls. Um, and all those interactions you see go mostly peaceful. The only ones you hear about are the viral videos that go crazy. And even though some of those viral viral videos can be broken down yeah. to whereas these people are manifesting their own de- destiny by resisting arrest. And, and like, okay, you know like that Blake Jacobs thing? Mm-hmm. The guy was attempting to rape a girl again from uh, and she had they had Blake Jacobs Blake Jacobs that, Blake, Blake, yeah. Blake that guy so he, he was they had a restraining order mm-hmm. and they got the cops called because he was attempting to get into that girl's house again he had a knife the girl called the cops another, another attempted rape uh, he was brandishing a knife and then he you know had a warrant out and they, they looked him up warrant the whole nine yards to try to do the peaceful arrest he evaded captivity <laughs> evaded, like being that's a really bad word to use capture you know what I mean <laughs> that's but like not um, a bad word to yeah use. yeah so like <laughs> you know he got away from a stun gun and then, and then you did another fight and then you ran to a car and reached for what a bouquet of flowers so now he's he's baned to a martyr and this girl who who's, is his, her is her rapist the Blake Jacobs who is this girl's rapist is now has to see that guy's name on the side of NFL helmets
0: oh yeah dude like whoa that's so gnarly and you, but Again, you are. You remember what I said earlier. Pragmatic. About, remember what I said earlier about jacking people off. How I just because even though you share this with someone, you can you can look someone in the eyes that is super anti police, anti black, and pro Black Lives Matter. You can say that to them. You can show them the police reports. It won't matter.
1: Nope. Once the narrative flies off the shelf, it's that it, forever.
0: It, that's not what they they don't. They don't want that. It's, it's everyone's Like I said, everyone's just trying to it's, smell their own farts, as yeah, you dude. said.
1: <laughs> and, and, like, dude, they just start getting better and better. <laughs> their own farts. <sighs> I, I also I,
0: – I made a joke on Facebook once. It said um, race baiting does not have to do with trying to get someone to be a racist. Race baiting derives from the word masturbating, wherein –
1: I'm a master debater.
0: Wherein – the, the the thought of someone being racist towards you feels so good in 2020 it's like you're masturbating well, uh, i feel like i feel like one side is i want everyone to know that i'm not racist i want everyone to know that i love all these other colors i don't
1: need to let anybody i don't need to project that because already you're already not
0: you know i know I mean? you don't need to but i, know, I think but saying, that's what they why do why do people
1: feel like they need to it's like duh
0: oh dude like,
1: like, who the fuck is racist? Mostly everybody isn't racist. The racists are racist. That, you know, I think you should right? get in
0: this chair. I <laughs> want you to get two people in this chair. I have You friends. know, what? we might even get one person on that mic, and I'll sit with you. And I really want to get into the mind of someone who is indoctrinated fringe left, uh, defund I- the police, Black Lives Matter, and and, the, and, they're like, and we live in a rape culture. Oh I God. want you to get that person right here because I, so, I really want to talk to them. I, I know really I actually know
1: have some friends that um, I get into really educational debates on on Facebook with, and like I do it to learn. Any of them I know? Uh, probably like I, um, like uh, there's, there's a few that I'm gonna have on here. I I'm, um I don't want to like uh, hype it up or. Anything I don't know, the promote theme. it before
0: it's happened. Yeah, yeah, I just kind of but like I'm definitely
1: I'm here to I'm here to learn it. And like every time we get in a debate on Facebook, I'm like, guys, come on to the podcast because we need a long form discussion yeah. about this. Because, because you need what you do need they it. say? They're like, hell yeah, I'm like, come on down, <laughs> you know.
0: See, you're not gonna learn anything from me because we agree on everything. That's fucked well, up.
1: no, but it's like, you know, but. Hopefully, people listening, guys, like we're, like I said, we don't really know anything. We're all trying to learn with you together, mm-hmm. and you may disagree with some of the things we're saying. That's okay. Like I, I really want to learn, and I really, and I am, I actually have enough balls to put my balls on the table and yep. and talk about my opinion here, so you can turn around and judge me, and but like I'm doing this, so we can get a very very educational nuanced approach to every one of these very very complex topics and that's pretty much the frustration of facebook fighting made me do this podcast because i wanted an outlet for that sort of thing
0: i've seen you on there you're worse than me no 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 i'm not i'm not that bad (laughs) not that bad when i say bad i mean like you know what you're about to type is going to get a reaction and you don't care.
1: Well, the, it's not that I don't care. It's more so I want to open people's minds that like there's not one side to this, to this argument.
0: Oh, yeah, I've given up on that.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like and then I finally realized you're not going to change anybody's exactly. mind. And it just yeah. goes down this mental black hole. And
0: like, dude. I learned, I learned about that in coaching. I have kids that will come to practice and you know, their parents are paying thousands and thousands of dollars for yeah. this training because they think it's going to get them a scholarship. And these kids <laughs> don't want to be there. And I used to waste time trying to motivate those kids. And I realized my focusing on those kids is wasting the other kids' times. Now the kids who actually want to be there yes. are not getting that time. So now I see that in my normal life. Now when I see people who are super fringe left or right, I realize I'm not going to change their mind. Why am I going to waste their time when I, my time could be spent towards something better? So that's why our podcast, the Cowboy From Hell podcast, it is 100% comedy it's just social commentary me trying to be funny yeah and I think it's pretty funny all the people that write in on Instagram and ask questions it's all about it's all about sex and relationships and so we have a lot of fun doing that but this is the most political I've ever been on the microphone no no
1: it's good though it's actually like I say all the time it's very therapeutic and it's actually really ballsy to say what you think because a lot of people are so scared of not being oh, yeah. of not falling within the politically correctness that it's like dude free speech homie yeah, like, you
0: can't even make joke. I, I don't. I don't want to keep beating <laughs> a dead horse. I, we had uh, You know, I'm scared for co- for comedians, but the,
1: but but like what I always loved about comedians is that you get in front of the you get in front of the carrot to whereas like if Hillary Clinton were to say one thing, but the comedian would say the same exact thing, one person would be canceled, one person would be laughed at.
0: Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I don't feel I don't feel bad for them at all. I think that they are. I, do you listen to podcasts?
1: All the time. Okay, me too. And I think left, far right. Yeah, I think the
0: comedians are—they're doing fine. They're saying all kinds of crazy shit, and no one's canceling them.
1: What's your? uh, What are your? What are your favorites?
0: You know, I really like Bobby Lee.
1: Bobby Lee. I haven't heard that one yet, but I heard good things.
0: He's—he is very odd. Yeah. Yeah. He's not very calculated either, so he (laughs) can't because he doesn't take his time to think about what he's saying. I love that. I love people that are that are. Dude, I, like
1: I, I tend to diarrhea from the mouth often.
0: Yeah, I know. That's why I like you. <laughs> um,
1: I, like, uh, I like, I like, I so like, I like a lot of um, very, very like, um, like free economics. Okay, I cool. like Because you can attach economics to everything.
0: Do you listen to Jordan Peterson's? Poem?
1: I need to. I need to. I need to. So <laughs> I can't handle. His I really voice. started liking Ben Shapiro.
0: Yeah, I like him too. Like, like he. Now we're gonna get called alt right. He just fucked up, man.
1: But here's the deal. He he calls Trump an idiot often.
0: Yeah, he doesn't like Trump. He, but like, and he's Jewish. So. But he's
1: so like factual and down the middle that it's a really hard pill to swallow for so many people. And it's like and Jordan I, Pe- you would love Jordan Peterson. I then. really just like when people say things that make people pucker up a little <laughs> bit, you know? Like, hey! like my joke to Derek when he walks by with that yeah, girl. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Um but like, uh, and then, you know, I love the Joe Rogan stuff. He, he's he's always, I always like look up to him and how open-minded he is with a lot of things.
0: What's your most left-wing podcast that you like?
1: Oh, man.
0: Mine's Whitney, mine's Whitney Cummings.
1: She's, she's more.
0: She's very left. She's
1: really funny. She's, really she's funny.
0: super left-wing and she has a gay co-host and she cancels every dude that gets accused of sexual assault, even uh-huh. if it's not true or not.
1: Yeah. That's the worst. You can't. Okay, here's the deal. Remember, like you said earlier, where, where like, you're coaching kids and like you're wasting your time on this? That's, a, that's what I hate about uh, the Me Too movement type thing where it's like where, where sometimes the girls that deserve the attention that were actually raped are getting drowned out by all these false accusations. And I'm like, you guys are not focusing on the women that deserve the attention. Uh, and, and uh. Well,
0: dude, you could start that with the fucking child brides in Saudi Arabia and all over the Middle East and Asia. Yeah. I mean, no one says anything about that, dude. No. If you, if what, you guys want, that, there's no me too. We movement are the
1: most free, most progressive, most most non-racial country in this entire world. Like, guys, it's 2020. Stop pretending it's 1906. Still, it's like, it's, and people do. people are gonna get so mad at me for that. But it's like, guys, it's illegal to discriminate. It's 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 illegal to to be paid differently Mm -hmm. for the same job. It's totally one hundred percent illegal. That's why we have legislation. It's it's totally legal to to use the tax laws to skip out on taxes. Everybody does it. Have you ever met one person that's want that goes, you know what, I didn't pay enough taxes this year, I'm gonna write a a bigger (laughs) check. And people are like, Well, you're part of the problem, like the reason why I hire a tax guy because I want to find a guy that hates the government as much as I do yeah. so I can get paid the least amount I possibly can. I mean, people, people go, well, Trump is setting a bad example. I'm like, no. The, the, the legislation that was put, in, put in into law is the example that every single American equally can use and take advantage of.
0: Yeah, but dude, again- And a president
1: is no more different than a citizen.
0: If Obama, if Obama was doing the same thing, these, le- they the left would find something you know to many, praise him for, and the write-offs? right would do the same you know
1: thing. I mean, tax write offs every single politician has ever done,
0: of course. But they're like I said, they're all jacking each other off, and that's yeah. why I love, I love, I love everything you're saying, and I agree with you on, on pretty much everything. But we're not gonna change anyone's mind, nope, we're not,
1: not at
0: all. Uh, so, so that's you know what,
1: dude, I don't know, dude, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like that. We're fucking here because we don't know. We're not. Yeah. We're not. You're not. A, you're not a specialist. I'm a shitty DJ that takes photos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like
0: I'm a volleyball coach that plays a guitar in a bar. Yeah, I get it.
1: We're not political pundits. <laughs> we don't have. We don't like. I. Well, bet- at least
0: we admit that. A lot of people don't admit that. A lot of people walk around and talk on Facebook like they're the fucking I am authority. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's why I try to keep it on on the cowboy from hell. About jokes Oh, I, can't, funny I shit. can't
1: wait to jump on your shit.
0: Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. But we ain't talking about this when you come on. I'll tell nah, you that
1: right now. Well, dude, we didn't really, really want to go down this path. But you know what? Sometimes yeah. sometimes you just want to get some shit off your chest.
0: That's true. And, you, and I think it's important. I think you, especially with the way that you talk, anyone that thinks that you are a bigot or racist, I think if they listen to this Is podcast. Is the bigot
1: or racist themselves. Yeah. Not okay. only
0: that, but I don't, I don't think, I think it's very clear that you are not very clear
1: no shit yeah i know but
0: i know but i we we're friends yeah. on facebook and there's people who definitely think especially when you you know when you came off and said um hey uh i've never you said something like i've never gotten shot by the cops because when i get pulled over i don't resist the cops
1: dude i i've had a gun to my head yeah. a year ago i literally had a gun to my head in my golf cart and someone was like you don't know it's like to have a to have a gun to your head for doing nothing, mm-hmm. I'm like, hold my beer. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I got thrown. Why did you have a gun to your head? <laughs> Long story, but um, I I want to say that whole story for the podcast. But it was okay. bit, I was I was parked. It was a parking violation.
0: Oh Jesus Christ!
1: And uh, and there's actually a whole uh, next door thread about this parking guy. Uh, who, oh, I know who it is. You know He's a exactly piece of shit. Yeah. He Fuck is. that dude. He tows cars out of people's driveways. He got
0: mad at me for putting quarters in someone else's.
1: Fuck you. Because
0: uh, it was going to expire. He's like, that's not, that's illegal.
1: Dude, what are you just out there to ruin people's days?
0: I just laughed and walked away. It was too my, late I already My put the money dream,
1: in. okay, I actually started to go fund me like four years ago. So, like, you know, the, the little Hamosa buggies, yep. the little parking buggies, they retired a bunch of them, and a couple of them are for sale and I was like I want. I so I wanted to start a GoFundMe so I was like I'm gonna turn every single one of these dollars into quarters and roll around in the buggy and put put uh, quarters in people's me- in meters I like that a lot actually and, like, <laughs> and we got a whopping 80 bucks
0: <laughs> that's not even the, enough the, to pay the, the parking the ticket the
1: buggy cart was like 2400
0: oh, and like man. I wanted
1: to be the South Bay meter ferry
0: that'd be so funny and I, I like, like that a lot I
1: got dreams and aspirations I like bro. that a lot see
0: you are motivated that's why girls like you because you're motivated <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, dude, I just and it's like and it's so funny because a lot of people that I all my followers on Instagram they have no clue the type of pots I stir on Facebook. Oh, it's a good and point. I, I yeah. keep, but like I've kept so many things so different, I've carpenterized. So many different things. Do you have
0: a link to your? Do you have a link to the podcast Instagram on your Instagram? Or does yeah? It go no, to your I have a separate Instagram. Page? So, so but, no, no, but is there a link from your photography Instagram?
1: No, no, no. My my Instagram just goes straight to my photography website. Gotcha. And then my Instagram, I have I have a weed Instagram. I have I run like six Instagrams. I have a uh, nug. Oh, pillow. Jesus. Nug Pillow is another Instagram. Um, it's the nug you can hug. And they're pretty much pictures of weed on pillows that I just sell randomly to random people. Oh, cool. Um, I have... Um, I used to run other Instagrams for other brands and and create original content and, and build and grow their accounts for them. And then um, I have one called Nintendo Glock. And it's like... Uh, it's a homage to like vintage video gaming and uh, and like the Nintendo gun made into a real gun. And it's like... Wow, that's cool. And then I, have, um, I have another one... Well, we have I Don't Know Dude podcast, I D U N N O podcast. We have that one. Um, I have one called um, Hemp Decor. Which is like, which is like weed-focused decor that kind of flows back into my Nug pillow shit.
0: That's cool. Um, so I have a bunch of different. Which things. one has the most followers?
1: Uh, my my our, our Richard Pod Junior. That's the my photography, photography one. one. Yeah, that one.
0: Do you, you don't know. want to you don't want to link that to the podcast?
1: No, no. I promote my podcast through on that, that one. one yeah. Okay, cool. And then, so what I did is I built the Instagram and the website and all that stuff for this podcast before we even launch because I wanted people to have the full experience. I'm um, making sure you can subscribe on iTunes and Spotify all right at launch. Because, oh, we did not do that. <laughs> because, because when people are ex- when people are excited about something, they want to be able to click to somewhere and yeah. be able to ingest it. Mm-hmm. And when people launch with like one podcast, they want to listen to another. You want to get people addicted. Yeah. So I launched with like 10 episodes and, you know, we got our coasters and, and did all the marketing. And, you know, and I have a, I have a long, like Reno is our other host, our main host on here, Reno Minestrelli. Shout out to you guys. And uh, Where and, is he? um he couldn't make it today he and and then but we usually record probably around like five six after because everybody else kind of works and i kind of just do my thing um but yeah so um i'd love to have you back on yeah and uh, and have a good time you know i can't wait to jump on your podcast and that'll be fun and like dude it's so fun to just to just be able to yap yeah. about the craziest shit.:
0: I get off on the feedback from from, from people that I would never in a million years think yeah. listen. yeah. And I, see, I meet them, I see them out in, at, her, in her, at her most at the pier. My friend and her boyfriend were like, "Hey, did you, did you guys release the next one?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, I'm like, like, she's like, what? the podcast I'm like what the fuck you listen to the podcast yeah. she's like he makes me listen to it and he's like no she loves it i'm like bro, what the fuck are dude, you
1: kidding me i was swimming around north side of the pier the other day taking photos of like barrels coming in
0: and i was that's just, why i texted you i wanted to know where you were yeah
1: dude we can do it You can go walk down and go ahead go get it. out of here um and um <laughs> so i was just i was just swimming around like a little turtle and some guy's like hey what's up bro i was like what up man he's like bro Big fan of the podcast, and he was like running, he was like cruising around on his boogie board, like catching waves. That's I was like, cool. sick. And he's like, because I was yelling at another friend down the way. He's like, I recognize that voice. And I was like, dude, <laughs> thank awesome. you. I was like, thank you so much for listening and sharing and doing all that good shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, dude, let's do this again. Um, where Love can, you. Can you, So where can you? What's your podcast? I and mean, what's what's your um, what's your Instagram that you can find you?
0: Our Instagram is the Cowboy from Hell podcast on Instagram. And what's your uh, personal? Uh, personal's at Optimus Limes. Um, nice. Yeah, think of Optimus Prime drinking a Corona. Yeah, and then our Spotify is the Cowboy from Hell podcast on Spotify. That's awesome!
1: Hey, I, I'm gonna help you guys get on iTunes. Get all that. Please
0: gone. do because we don't know shit. Like we've, you, you said you know, you guys had a plan. Obviously, you're very talented when it comes to marketing. We are both not. So we said, you know what? Yeah. Let's just focus on content. Yeah. And no, so that's we good. focused all of our that's energy. Got, I on can
1: definitely content. help you with your infrastructure.
0: Yeah, please. Um, that'd be yeah, great.
1: guys. So do follow us and at. I don't know, dude, podcast on Instagram, I don't know, dude.com, Spotify, iTunes, share, listen, inspire. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you having no, me. Thank all, buddy. you so much for yeah. having me, bro. Yeah, dude, over and out. All right.